Hello and welcome to episode 283 of the Video Games to the Max podcast. I'm Sean, that's Mark, and we'll be right back after this intro. Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit W2Mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello, everybody, once again. And, yeah, guys, I mean, this week has been way more of the some similar things. Some, at least we're talking about gaming things. And I think uh, some similar of what we're uh, playing as well. So, uh course this is the official video games progress w2mnet.com and in uh partnership with last word on gaming and well uh mark how has your week been good buying a lot of old crap you buying a lot of old crap yep so i mean did you not enjoy this old crap that you're buying that you just uh, I mean, I bought one real game. It's a well, an old SNES game, the Power Rangers game, the first one. Oh, okay, yeah. And then I, I bought like three or four reproduction cartridges. <laughs> All right. Oh, so so what made you want to buy those? Uh, they were cheap, and that's the main main reason. Like, okay. and there were games that like that didn't come out in America per se. Like, I bought. We didn't talk about it, but that. Uh, Last week they announced like the SNES games coming to the Switch online. Oh yeah, and they, yeah. Were, they were terrible. <laughs> well, there um, was it that uh, Claymates is one of them, and uh, Interplay has returned, and they apparently said they're going to make an, uh, a new Claymates game. So I found that uh, interesting. Of all the things that you're going to decide to make, but the um, Jap- well, the Japanese market got that Shin Megami Tensei If game. Yeah, uh, which didn't come out in America, but I got Makes... a copy, <laughs> and it's in English. <laughs> oh, you have like a fan made one, okay? Yeah, that's what these are. So I got Shin Megami Tensei If, uh, which I think the first one. I got this thing called uh, Shin Megami Tensei Old Testament, which Old I, Testament. which I think is the Digital Devil Saga. Or like digital devil game, like the first. It's like two games in one, and they're like first person RPGs, kind of. <laughs> I mean, if you th- think about like RPGs back in the day, like you know Chrono yeah. Trigger or Mario RPG, those are still pretty playable in today's world. Right. Uh this is not. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. I mean, it, it's in English to its credit, but like it's just incredibly. Arcane and like obtuse, and it's like what the, I. Right. I mean, it would it would be nice to know what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, certainly. I got another Metroid like ROM hat game, uh, and then I actually picked up a uh, 
a Chrono Trigger reproduction as well. <laughs> so what makes that anything better or worse about it? Or uh, no, I can. It's just okay. a. I mean, it's a. It works fine. It has a okay. crappy label. That's about it. <laughs> Oh, okay. I just thought that maybe they enhanced it or did something to it. No, there are there are other versions, but this is meant to be like a you know a actual like copy of the original game. Uh, so yeah, oh, okay. I, was, I also yeah, picked up finally a. Uh, I've been looking for this for a little while. Uh, game Shark for the Game Boy Advance. Well, it seems like your uh, journey in buying stuff was fruitful. You got a lot of stuff there. Yeah, and I've been playing a few games. What was it? Uh... Was it a lot in total, or? I mean, it, the reproduction cartridge is like fifteen bucks a piece, which is fine. Oh uh, the game shark was like eighty. <laughs> yeah, but no, Does that I was like include everything, or what? No, no, that was just a game shark. But like, oh. that's a steal. Like the prices on that thing is insane. Like they're like two hundred dollars on eBay. How's that? How much is that Power Rangers game going for? Twenty. That's yeah, that's a pretty decent price. Thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think the cheap one I had like they made a fighting game which is like more expensive, and they made a, a game based on the movie which is like forty, I think. Uh, yeah. I just going to get a Super Game Boy too, and then I'll, my SNES collection will be com- all complete. I also picked up a copy of Donkey Kong Country, a wreck of real one. That's that like is, seventeen uh, bucks. That's always a good good game to have. That is the only. I mean, they made three of those Donkey Kong Country games for the SNES. I only like the first one. I am a fan of the uh, Donkey Kong Country 2 with Diddy Kong. Uh, well, no, he's three, a not some. You mean Dixie Kong? Well, no, like, well, the second one, oh, the second one had Dixie and Diddy, that's right. Right. Um, I like that one too. I'm not so, not a, not, three's fine. I thought that he was fine. I it's mean, not a, two and three are yeah. fine. Yeah. Like, just to play, but I don't like the change in the art style. It got kind of weirdly cartoony looking. Yeah, uh, and like way more like pirate themed, and it's like what's what's especially going on? three. It felt like yeah. oh god, everything is climbing this like uh, ships climbing a and, ship and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I like the the variety of one. Yeah, it yeah. had variety. It had really great music. Uh, mm-hmm. Great, good looking. You know, it it wasn't too complicated. Like I think two and three also got a little like crazy as far as like more and more systems like the coins and crap like that it's i i just want to play a level i don't want to collect all this you know hidden crap necessarily i don't need to uh yeah well i mean what have you uh Uh, the two games i've been playing uh i'm banging away ease nine still uh i'm in chapter five i think or maybe six uh I have to, I'm like trying to recruit the, I think the Raging Bull character. Two uh, of my favorites. Uh, of the. Of that the game. There. That game is perfectly fine if it would be like a 20 hour game. The fact it's going to be 30 or 40, that is destroying my soul. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to play it that long. No. Like it's, it's just too long. You know, like, yeah, you have like six characters in your party, and each character is basically like a chapter in the game. And I mean, you've played it. And yeah. You said I'm, I'm not, I'm barely like halfway through, so I assume there's like a few chapters, like once you get everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes, there. 
And it's like, holy Christ. Like, that's... No. <laughs> like, you could have paired this down to four characters, and then we could have gotten this going, you know? Uh, but I, I will say the... Uh, the characters that, they, that are in the latter half... Yeah. are the ones that add to the story. They're the ones that have the sort of like the sweeter and more understandable story elements. Yeah, like um, the character I just recruited was like the doll character. Right. Um, and like, you know, I'm 15 or f- at least 15 hours in. I don't know who the bad guy is still. And I... Yeah, that doesn't get... Really, yeah. yeah, I don't like they take like a, They take a while. Yeah, it's like just... Just speed this along, like you know. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, definitely. They do not. Uh, it's all kind of. They really want you to get involved with that action gameplay and 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 get into that. So I mean, it's fine. Know. The gameplay is like just fine. Yeah, I actually don't mind it because like it's. I think it's like brain dead easy. Uh, I've only died <laughs> once on one of the. Uh, tower defense things and that's just because i never upgraded it so like yeah there was one mission it's like oh you have to defeat this you know do this one thing to get out of the town and then i did it but like the last wave my crystal got like destroyed and i'm like oh, okay i guess i actually do have to like build this thing up then <laughs> and then i i had enough materials yeah. to like basically max it out no i mean yeah definitely there is uh, a bit to them wanting to, to like it they they want to put all they put a lot of systems into the, the game yeah a lot it, of things. it's too system heavy like it's like i don't like do i really need to be hunting around for graffiti it's like that was one of the things i just at i did not bother with at all yeah i i that was i collected you know the treasure chests and um, I'm some of the other things. I'm collecting the blue leaves just because it's actually really easy to do. Yeah, uh, that was another one that I just stopped because it was like you had to go find the girl constantly, and yeah, uh, some of the other stuff I did, I did go after collecting, but not so much on on that. So. Yeah, like like it's perfectly good, but it's just too, just too. They put too much stuff into it, you know. Yeah, I think uh, if you're not, I mean, this is my first East game, so it did make me want to yeah. go and play Likewise, some of the other yeah, ones. Yeah. Same thing, yeah. Uh, I mean, and this is someone that like loves Kingdom Hearts a lot, so I think that that helped uh, on my end. Um, you know, I, I I will say like the graphics look like they could be on the PS3. Yeah, it's not a great um, looking game, but I appreciate yeah. the fact that like. There's no loading time, or like the city, right. like this, like, except for when you get out of the city, like you know, the main city, you can see it pretty much fly anywhere. Yeah, and this is also like their biggest. Uh, I think they like making that hub of the city, and also then letting you go out like that made it like yeah. one of their like more bi- the bigger, like I think even bigger than eight, and eight was yeah. pretty big itself. So I mean, it reminds me of like uh, Breath of the Wild almost, or you know, something like that, where you even have like a meter telling you, or you know, dictating yeah. how much exploring you can do. Yeah, I mean, that's a uh, like I said, it, you know, it doesn't surprise me that you 
are, you know, you're kind of like, eh, there's plenty too much stuff in here, and, and I want to kind of get over, uh, you know, get it over with too. So, yeah, uh, I get you on that end. So, the other game uh, yeah. is The Forgotten City. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. It reminds it's it's a time loop game like Groundhog Day or mm-hmm. Palm Springs. Uh, you play a guy gets transported back to some like Roman city in a mountain, I think, that is a like, cursed. Like if anyone in the city commits a crime, everyone in the city gets killed. Like they turn into a gold statue. Uh, yeah. So first thing is the game like visually the game looks decent uh, mm-hmm. but the women in the game are like monstrous <laughs> there's, there's like one or two women that look pretty okay but some of them just look like yeah this I, I think this game is based on a Skyrim mod or like that's what like the basis was yeah and it's I like remember them saying that. I, are you talking Skyrim or Oblivion? Because, like, holy hell. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not using that engine anymore, but, like, I think it's Unreal Engine 5, or at least Unreal Engine, and it's like, this is capable yeah. of better. <laughs> and it is on PS5 as well. It's, um... Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm playing that version. Uh, so, like, you are given, like, a journal of stuff to do, like, to try to break the quest, or to try to break the curse... Uh, and then you were given like sub jobs, like, oh, I have to break into this guy's, uh, house. And it's like, how do I do that? Um, so it's, it's a lot like, uh, oh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Okay. Uh, the difference is, did he, I mean, did you play Majora's Mask much or no? I did some, yeah. The difference is Majora's Mask had, for all of its faults, it had a really good journal system uh, and, like, map system that this game doesn't have. <laughs> it, it does have a journal that kind of dictates, like, it, it, like, it'll highlight where you need to go, kind of. Right. But it doesn't tell you how, how to get there necessarily. But the bigger, the bigger problem is, like, it doesn't – there's only – I think there's, like, 22 people in this town – and, like, Majora's Mask would, like, it had, like, you could follow them on their path, essentially. Or, you know, right. from 7 to 8, you know, the mail carrier will be here. Or, you know, stuff like that. This game doesn't have that, necessarily. So I'm having problems just, like, locating people or, like, keeping track of everyone. But this game, like, yeah, it, it just seems a better, like, journal system. And it's funny because, like, I keep pressing, I think it's like trying on the button on the PS5 controller. I keep pressing down on the D pad because that's how most of most games would be like, honestly. Right. And that's like the art filter or the photo filter button. And it's like, I, what? <laughs> like, I don't need this game, does not need that. <laughs> uh, and it's also funny because you get a, you have a flashlight. And you, you would think, in if you were a guy transported to Roman times and get a flashlight, you'd be elected like king of the world or something. And no one is like, non. They're all like nonplussed, or they they don't even react to it. Yeah, like, they they don't care that. Uh, yeah, like this isn't like 
I guess this isn't like Army of Darkness where like Bruce Campbell, you know, shows up to Arthur's time and, you know, is heralded as like a wizard or something. <laughs> uh, but it's it's an interesting game. Uh, I, yeah. The problem is, I mean, you have, this, you have this problem too. Like you don't play a game every day or there are, you know, you'll play it and then there'll be like a few days that you're busy or you're just doing something else. Right. Uh, this game, I mean, I did the same thing, and then I was completely lost about where, what to do for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> and uh. it was like, okay, like, the quest was like, okay, uh, get up to this get up to this uh, high high house. And I'm looking around, I'm like, I, I don't even know how to get up there. Like, it took me, like, 10 minutes to get up there. And then you have, you have like, this weird, like, butterfly pathing. Like, you can, like, press a button for, like, a hint tip. And it's like, oh, a collection of butterflies will kind of guide you, but like, not all the time. Yeah, that's why I always like I do. I kind of go with the idea of like maybe we should kind of be like previously. I like some of these games have done this like previously on whatever or before you start, so you kind of get a refresher of what you're doing. Uh, and because yeah, man, sometimes you play a couple of uh, days and it's like I've totally forgot what the hell I'm supposed to be doing here. Yeah, so, and like yeah. you can you can do the same thing in like a, a Skyrim where you can like take an object and and like examine it, but so far that that has done nothing for me. Like I don't know what to do, <laughs> or if if it's just like something to do, or if it actually impacts the game, or if I get like oh a clue like was found in this pot, because most of it's like oh it's an inkwell uh, that has charcoal in it. Yeah. So, okay. Why does this need to be examinable if it doesn't actually do anything? Because there's plenty of other shit in this game that's not you can't do that with. So, right. who cares? <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's an interesting quest or it's an interesting game so far. Like I'll keep plugging away at it. I know it's pretty short. It's only like ten hours or you know five to ten hours. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean with all the with a lot of these games now coming in at ten hours, I'm starting to wonder if that's really considered short. Yeah. Anymore? Um, I guess it depends on how much you want to, like, I have a quest log full of stuff, uh, and, like, it does kind of speed up some, like, one quest was, like, oh, this woman was poisoned, uh, and this asshole merchant wouldn't sell the doctor, like, the cure. Yeah. So, like, I stole the cure, and because I stole, everyone in the in the game turned to gold, or, you know, became a statue. And then I reset the timeline, and then gave the gave the cure because I still had it to like the doctor, so the woman was like cured. And it's like that's a neat idea, or it's like yeah, th that works in time like a timeline movie type of thing. But yeah, because uh, you're going, you're actually doing something that will affect you know, the yeah. future later on. Yeah, right. So yeah, that's about me. How about you? Well, I'm still just. Uh, Plugging away at at two games. Um, I haven't played a lot of Scarlet Nexus this week. It's been uh, more of playing uh, Chris Tales. Yeah. And more of uh, playing Death's Door. Uh, so, you know, for me, like, Chris Tales, uh, I, again... You know, I'm gonna say this every time I mention this game. The art is absolutely amazing uh, for the game, and like just getting to, like I've gone to the next city uh, now, so they call it Saint Clarity, 
and like going there and like just experiencing what you know that game what that is and like they kind of tell you more about the story and everything uh there i mean it's look it's a turn-based rpg um but what you know makes it work is the other things around it and i really like um i like the i i love the i like the characters um as well chris bell is just like really sweet and loves everyone and there's a freaking time hopping frog i mean where do you go wrong with a time hopping uh frog that you get to use like to go back in time and actually like get items or get things like they really do use the time mechanic the only um, other game well, i can think of is chrono trigger well yeah of course uh chrono <laughs> i mean that's that's probably like an ode to, to that as well um and he talks which you know if uh chrono trigger had voice acting maybe maybe we would get some get a cool um voiceover from frog so you never know you just don't uh but yeah i mean i'll i'll keep going through that uh that game it's i i think it's it i'm gonna it's gonna be interesting to see once you get to you know further on if they expand this or if it's gonna be sort of like we're really trying to just let you see how cool this is to go back and forth between times you walk by um and really get kind of immersed in this art is uh what it feels like anyway um and whereas um, I feel like, you know, with Death's Door, there is, like, a lot to just... I mean, the, the praise that it's uh, received um, is... that I totally feel that. Um, I just... Again, I'll say that probably if I hadn't played Chicory and really enjoyed um, Chicory, I probably wouldn't be so, like down to play this game but man just seriously if you like zelda games and you like a little bit of dark souls or a little bit of uh difficulty in your and your action adventure there's a lot to love here and i just man again like i want to bring out the whole like having a raven and having all these other raven like this raven central hub thing where they kind of make jokes at you and and whatever and then just it all it all works. The music is so great in this game too, and like uh, I think I spent like an hour trying to beat this. I guess it's a mini boss or whatever, trying to figure out his patterns of like where should I uh, like go slash at it, and then when do I need to pull back and use the bow and arrow? And yeah. that was just like a really cool like me getting to figure that out. I mean, it's I died quite a few times. I was trying to figure that out because, man, it was like an inch of being, oh, man, he's, if I if I hit him to the side, he's going to come and smash me uh, to, you know, the right or left. And it's like, oh, God, I, I don't know how many times I escaped death and then he wound up hitting me and, and you know, just smashing me again. Um, and, like, and there's actually different builds you can do. I mean, you can go do total range if you want, or you can, uh, you know, you can do a total uh, melee build if you want to. But I think what I figured out is that it wants you kind of do both because you have to do melee in order to get the the range, you know, the range attacks because that's what happens. You only have so many attacks that you can do, and then uh, with the bow and arrow. 
and then it'll go away. And the only way to fill it back up is to attack with like, the sword. Or um, I found like one of the other weapons, which is like the rogue sheaths or whatever, like the daggers. So yeah. you can go after. You can, you know, use those as well. Um, I there's some other ones I had to find them. Like the way you like traverse in this world is so great too because it wants you to explore everything uh, yeah. like i've gotten to the witch right and oh my god like exploring her castle like every room there's something and then when you like unlock it and get a key and go into the next one that witch is there like watching you and it's so freaky and i'm like oh my god that witch is there and it's weird and then she talks to you and you're like oh god okay like playing that at three in the morning was uh, a nice effect i think as well but man um i just man there's a lot a lot to um to love about this game and i definitely think um seriously i don't think you need to wait this is a game i'm all about game pass and everything you know game pass is great but seriously like that that 20 bucks is well worth it for everything that you're going to get in this game um like like go spend it go enjoy this um it, it's got a little bit of something to enjoy for for everybody i mean unless you're just like you don't like these kind of games at all yeah. but yeah i don't know i definitely think that when we're, we're going to talk about you know, game of the year. This is going to be one of those. Uh, I'm certainly going to have a lot uh, to be wanting to push it up there in the, in the rankings. It's a a game that's like surprised me, and just I've enjoyed it quite a bit. So I've been having to fight myself of like, man, I try to I have to give all three uh, games like equal time so I can not spend you know, months trying to review the game or, or review all these games so I can yeah. move on because yeah. uh, Psychonauts is coming at the end of the month and I want to be able to play that on, on release day and not have other stuff um, to get to. So, yeah. And uh, moving on, I think, from games you've been playing because that's, that's it for me unless you wanted to. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, so one of the uh, things, obviously, I'll leave it towards the end. There's a lot more on the Activision Blizzard uh, stuff to discuss, but I'll leave it towards the end because I know that's not uh, for everyone, you know, whatnot. Don't want to, like, go into heavy, crazy stuff again. Um, but one of the big things from this week has been Sony's got some, some major highs, highs with their uh, fastest selling console in the US, 10 million sales already. Uh, to this is something I've been saying since they did not reveal an actual release date for Horizon um, at the that state of play that it would get it would slip into 2022. Yeah. I was pretty, I've been pretty adamant about that. And lo and behold, it looks like it's going to happen that they're just going to go ahead and push it in 2022. And really, they should. If they don't feel like it's ready, then, um, you know, do it. Make sure it's the best game it can be. You don't want to release uh, a broken game that you then have to pass and everything. 
now of course uh people are, are making the the jokes about well is it going to release around the same time as legend of zelda uh breath of the wild or whatever again i don't think that they're going to release it i think at this point if it's pushing into 2022 they're going to probably release it before the fall of 2022 i think they're gonna maybe make it the spring or summer i mean they say first quarter uh yeah and also, like, there's actual gameplay of this thing. It's not like Breath of the Wild 2, <laughs> you know. No, definitely. There is gameplay and all that stuff. I just – it it's one of those where I just look at this and I go, man, uh, like, how confident are they in this? Like, you know, are we talking about – you know, months? Are we talking about? I mean, I would, I would say, know. I would think months. It's not going to be like, it's not going to be like, like next year, December, or anything like that. Like, I buy like February yeah. or March. Yeah, I that's, <clears throat> you know, there's, like, like you said. I mean, they showed, what was it, like fifteen or twenty minutes of, yeah, of gameplay, um, for horizon at that thing so i mean you know i i'm just i get it for the uh, ps5 owners that like if you're only a ps5 owner and that's your big game i think that you were you know looking towards uh sure. for this for the fall but you know sony knows they don't have to have it i mean the ps5 is selling without it I mean, it's not like you don't have an entire ps4 catalog that you can go back and play there's probably games in your backlog you haven't touched yet. I mean, but it really goes to show, again, how difficult making games is, and especially for these AAA uh, developers. And it's th- this is uh, COVID hit them really hard. And, yeah. and how much, you know, I just talked about two indie games. You talked about uh, one. I mean, East 9 technically came out like two years ago in Japan. So that game's that- been done. Yeah. That's the funny thing is, like, I got the review code, and I was like, I looked it up, I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, when did this game come out? Yeah, I mean, it technically came out for the PS4 in January, which is when I reviewed it. And then it w- it came out later for PC and Switch. Yeah. Um, I got the PS4 code. I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> I, I mean, so, like, you know, these we were all talking about, I mean, Forgotten City is an indie game, technically, so it's like, we're talking about indie games. A lot of these games that you know I've been talking about on many of the shows have been because indie games have been kind of like carrying the load for a lot of this year. You know, it's somebody's had their their big hits with you know Ratchet, uh, Clank, and Rift Apart, and you know you've been talking about the last couple of weeks and, and you know Returnal. You reviewed that. Um, so and you know Capcom has uh, Resident Evil Village and and Monster Hunter. Uh, stories 2 and Monster Hunter Rise, which Monster Hunter Rise and Resident Evil Village uh, both did well on uh, Capcom's uh, sales and shipping figures. Uh, so this was like business week for, for everything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they were, but most of the time when we, we look at these AAA releases, it's, oh, this game got delayed. Oh, this game got delayed. Uh, you know, they just had that last day to play, Sifu got delayed on it so i'd I'd rather a game get delayed and then like you said it come out and it be a mess and go 
this game should have been delayed. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you don't I, – I, that's the only thing I will say that was, you know, very great about it, – it wasn't good for anyone. But the positive out of the Cyberpunk thing, I think, is that everybody understands how much of a terrible cycle that was for that game. I think part of – most of it is because of the outright lies that they told everyone. Um, but, you know, the thing is – you don't want that. You don't want that kind of press on on your game. And I mean, Sony is a big enough you know publisher; they can do this kind of thing. Uh, they also don't want to have to make this the studio like. Uh, I mean, that they're trying to. I'm assuming avoid a ton of crunch uh, to just push it out this year when they could definitely put it out next year now. 2022 is looking like it's going to be an absolutely ridiculous bonkers year where you have all of these games constantly coming. Uh, so I don't know if any of half of those games come out, my God, we're going to be littered with stuff to play um, at this point. But that's, that's a positive thing. I mean, if you think about it, like 2020, you got a lot of the big games, right? And, and then you started seeing what, what code would do for this year. And that's okay, though. There's still some stuff coming. Um, I understand it's disappointing if you're really looking for the this game. And this is a game I really wanted to play, you know. So, But I kind of tempered my expectations when we saw it last. I was like, yeah, I don't think this is coming. Uh, they don't seem very confident giving a release date. Um, so I don't know. And I'm really starting to wonder as, you know, they had that uh, – Halo Infinite flight test this yeah. week, which I forgot to. I knew I had forgotten to do something when they announced that you need to go do the Halo Waypoint thing. And I, I was like, man, I forgot to do that. And they go, oh, yeah, this is only for Halo Waypoint uh, people. And I'm just like, oh, crap. So I did not uh, get into that test at all. And I'm really regretting it now because all I hear is great things about that uh, that Halo test. So I'm really hoping, you know, with all the great press about it and the people talking about it, uh, I'm excited for what that is. I mean, now there's uh, rumors again popping up about there being a Battle Royale or whether there's going to be a Battle Royale because they found some sound in it. Um, But it really makes me think about with them pushing this multiplayer, does that mean that they're going to release a multiplayer and not the campaign and the campaign gets pushed to 2022? And that's yet another oh. thing to get pushed. That was always one of the rumors that they would release it separately or, you know, do whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just think it's interesting that they would go ahead and be like, you know what? We feel so confident about this multiplayer being so good and people are going to love it that let's go ahead and do it. Let's just release this multiplayer by itself. And we'll just release the campaign when it's ready. Right? I mean, people care about that game. There's a lot of people that are probably not going to touch multiplayer, but there's a lot of old Halo fans as well that do miss that multiplayer, like me. And I will uh, play that in in absence of the the Halo campaign, you know. Um, I mean, do you think it would be smart to do? I mean, or they should just wait and release the whole game together. I mean, I would say release the whole game personally because, like, I think if you release the multiplayer, it really devalues like the the boxed product. But the I mean, multiplayer is free. 
Yeah, but the story, yeah. like, you still have to buy the damn thing, you know. Well, not if you have Game Pass, you know. Like, well, okay, but not everyone has Game Pass. And think about like what a big system seller Halo should be. Right. Like, why, you know, why would you buy it then at all? It's certainly not going to buy for the story. <laughs> well, no, I mean, there's a lot of people that buy Halo for the story. I mean, yeah, Halo Five wasn't. Uh, I mean, that's the thing is, a lot of people used to buy it for the story. <laughs> right. I mean, do you want to be fair? Three four three handling of the story has not been, you know, at an optimum level or anything. But still, you know, we're we're talking about we're still we're still talking about the enjoyment factor, and if you want to get Halo talked about excuse me you put it out there put it out there in the multiplayer form which is really the story is going to be talked about for a while whatever but the thing that's going to have halo breathing and living is going to be the the multiplayer like what's going to exist beyond that unless they do some kind of like I mean, campaign wh- why editions didn't, why didn't that work for halo 4 and 5 then Halo Five is still getting played, as yeah. far as uh, compared to like the other ones, though, or you know, yeah. Like, but the Master Chief Collection, they add stuff to it all the time. I mean, the, the probably, multiplayer. People are probably playing that more than the Halo Five. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't have the numbers. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's because they promote the crap out of Master Chief Collection. Sometimes I wonder if Microsoft just wants to make you think that Halo 5 doesn't exist at all. But it they do update it as well and they they mess with the they add they add things to the the multiplayer and it is still getting played. Um it's just the game just has this um you know not so great reputation. Like, <laughs> reputation. So you know they again refuse to talk about it and I wonder if there will ever be a time where Microsoft just puts Halo 5 into the Master Chief Collection as well and just have it be one of big ass collection. Uh, we'll see if that ever does happen. But another game that also... Is, go ahead. is Halo 4 in that thing? Uh, I don't think it no. is. I think it's just like up to Reach, right? Right, they added Reach because that was the last uh, Bungie game. So Yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder if they'll ever just put four and five in there. It may be more difficult for them to do it that way. But um, another game that also uh, got bit by a bit of the delay bug is Keena Bridge of Spirits, um, which is a, another game that I've been absolutely looking forward to. It's more of like your, I guess, double A indie sort of, not your, I wouldn't call it, you know, the traditional indie in a sense, but. Um, it's and it's not only on Sony systems, it's also on PC uh, as well. So that's something to to think about there too. You know, I I think this is better because coming out the same week as Psychonauts, I would have I think heard a little bit of its luster. Um, Psychonauts is more of a known property. I think there's you could say there's probably a lot more you know the nostalgic fans maybe looking forward to that game. Um, Kina is also, I think it's like 50. Uh, so I think moving it into September that maybe doesn't have uh, the big laundry list of games that it could have had, had everything been able to hit um, as you had planned uh, for some of these studios. 
maybe that's a bad thing. But I think now that you know you're looking at much a much smaller amount of games that are coming out in those you know fall months, it could be a good move. Yeah. Uh, remember that there was a PS2 game. Remember the Mark of Cree? Yes. It reminds me a bit of that. Mark now of Cree, yeah. Not now the whole combat system per se, but just like the whole you know movement and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I'll agree there. I think there's uh, some of the aesthetic as well. Yeah, on that end, uh, I'll I'll get you there. Um, I mean, it's also a delay of one month, so it's not a huge it's not a huge deal. Yeah, I mean, it does come out the same week now as. Diablo 2 Resurrected and Lost uh, Judgment. I'm so, gonna take a wild stab in the dark here and say that Diablo 2 isn't gonna do too well. <laughs> I think it would have done well uh, a few months ago. <laughs> I think it a, would. St- I think. <laughs> okay, we need to also we need to also temper that there are a lot of people that do not pay attention to gaming news at all that would just see if there's a Diablo 2 and will buy it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, let's not. I, I this is one of those times that I do wish that this mattered a bit more, um, because this, uh, like, this should matter. This should be a thing of why you don't buy. Um, you know why you don't buy uh, uh, Activision and Blizzard games at this point with what happened. But it will not surprise me in the least that there's still a lot of people that go and buy Diablo 2, or there's people that go and buy Diablo 2 out of like uh, the opposite. Yeah. Right? The opposite I, of, oh, let's protect Blizzard. Let's, you know, whatever. Uh, I guess, I yeah. guess it's, it's somewhat heartening or somewhat good then that like Activision Blizzard is not like a Sega or a Capcom or an EA. Like they put no. out like, two games a year or three games a year. So, you know, yeah. imagine if you had like, I mean, for me, imagine if it had to like avoid Ubisoft games or, for, you know, for you, like avoid Nintendo games. Yeah. I mean, well, technically Ubisoft is not as far down, but they're, they're not doing well either. They're still, they're having their own uh, battles internally as well. So, yeah, I mean, there's something to be said there for that. I, uh, I should take that back if if uh, September doesn't look as huge as sometimes it normally does, but it still has some bangers uh, coming out as long as none of that stuff gets um, you know delayed even further. But you still got Deathloop the week before. Uh, no. Life is str- you know there's still people that are gonna be excited. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna throw out some reviews right now. Of these games, go on. <laughs> uh, you know. Tales of Arise, Life is Strange, True Colors. Uh, and then, yeah, and Mario Wear Get It Together and NBA 2K22 all come out the same week. Uh, as well as that Lost and Random game, Sonic Colors Ultimate, and The Artful Escape, which we'll talk about in a little bit, uh, all come out that same week as well. So, you know, there's that week before, week and a half before. Uh, there's the three games that I talked about all coming together. And then it kind of like filters out. You get that Life of Strange Remaster coming at the end of the 
um, at the end of the month too. So, uh, you know, I, like there is a, you know, on FIFA 22, I think it comes out the, the month before or somewhere around ish time. But yeah, I like, there's still some big games. I think normally it's a lot more packed than that, but I think still being it, you know, only having the one game to go against it instead of one and a half, maybe, I don't know where Diablo two will wind up landing on that front. Um, but you know, lost judgment, I think, um, you know, has has its fans as well, uh, but especially if it's the last game in the series. <laughs> yeah, but it could be the last. Oh, I don't know. Hopefully not. Uh, but I don't know. I I feel like there's. I mean, it's I don't better to of... go against something that you're also going to have to buy, most likely. Um, again, instead of like Psychonauts two, which is like oh, it's on Game Pass, and you know well, you have it's... that. You know, Psychonauts in this uh, oh Kina game are essentially the same, like third-person platformer. Yeah, that's it's it. not like yeah. action RPG or JRPG or you know Japanese action right. game. So it'll be fine. Yeah, it, it's still again. I, I still don't think we're done with the delays. I think we're gonna still see more uh, of them. But I'm glad that Keen is only a month away and not like over pushing that in 2022 because man, that was what, really one of my favorite games that I wanted to play. So wait, wait till you unlock the magical stick in uh, Lost Last Judgment. <laughs> that'll be the that'll be the thing to go to there. Ah, yeah, and I mean, staying on the stony on the sunny front here since we're already uh, there. Um, first of all. The kind of like secret announcement that they are that Sony's like working on a well, not Sony, a team of Sobe is working on a new game. It seems like pretty much what they're doing is they're making a uh, non VR Astro game. Uh, so, like, maybe perhaps the length of the VR game, but in a traditional sense, which is what a lot of people wanted when Astro's Playroom uh, came out. I know I was, uh, Randy and I were both big fans of, man, I want more of this, but will they be able to make it as great when you have to make that longer? You know, I, what that do you works, think about... It works for Ease 9. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I, I mean, I was the opposite. I, I thought like that Astro's Playroom was a neat idea, but like it was basically a glorified like tech demo or it was too shallow. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if they can like essentially Mario 64 it, sure. Uh, as long as they don't sign to venture it, I'll be happy. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, too, like Astro's Playroom already got to you know, take the PS5, the whole PlayStation nostalgia and got to play with that. So what will be the hook, you know, the second, um, it'll be second nostalgia. <laughs> uh, Astrobots, um, oh, what is it? Rescue mission or uh, the VR one was that the hook is that it's VR, right? And then this is 
oh, you, it's just PlayStation nostalgia all over, right? And it's a technical with a PS5, and you get to mess with the DualSense and all that stuff. I mean, like, so now what is going to be the thing for this? Like, like I said, second nostalgia. That would kind of be more appropriate for Microsoft at this point with uh, all their stuff getting put on, uh, you know, a lot of their stuff getting put on Game Pass. But, like... Maybe they'll go through different Sony franchise levels as just a robot. So you'll play a, le- like, you'll play a Ratchet and Clank level and then an Uncharted level. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's what they're, uh, they're going for there. Uh, I mean... They'll definitely have to play with it a lot. I mean, there'll be a lot that they have to add um, and making it longer, doing a Mario, like you said, doing a Mario 64 uh, kind of thing. I mean, that's not that's not easy to do. So, I mean, um, I guess it'll be interesting if they make it a pure pl- – I mean, that Astro's Playroom is pretty much just a pure platformer. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have combat or, like – it does. You're punching stuff. You're punching yeah, but that's extremely and... minimalistic. Or it's not, you know, yeah. even Mario. I mean, they could add bosses like they did with the dinosaur. I'm sorry yeah. if I'm spoiling something that's like almost, uh, almost, you know, ten old. months old at this point. Like, yeah. uh, sorry. Um, but yeah, add, adding more combat would probably be good, or you know, blowing out certain parts of you know the experience. Yeah, I, I mean, they'll definitely be able to pick and choose their things that they wanna that they wanna um, go after, right? Yeah, um, to expand. But I'm just excited that that's what it is. Hopefully, it's not only on VR because it's as kind no. of intrigued as I am to have that VR too with the different controllers. I don't know if I'm just gonna go run out and get it. I mean, that might be something that I wait on for a while. Not, uh, I don't think so. I, I, yeah, I don't think so. All right, fair enough. I mean, I, you know, I did mention that there's a, a business side to this week. There was some uh, Sony uh, MPD stuff that uh, came out. Of course, they, they'd already said the PS5 had achieved $10 million in sales, which is about a month quicker than the PS4, which makes it the best selling console uh, ever. Um, as for all uh, video game consoles, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales has sold 6.5 million copies since the PlayStation 5 released. And will be the show is now past 2 million. And Returnal has sold more than 560,000 copies. Um, I mean, it is a new IP. And it's so, also what, 10 or 20 bucks cheaper. <laughs> well, now it's on sale right now. Well, I mean, like when it launched, it was only 50, right? No, it's also 70. Oh. No, it, it was seventy, and also, I know because I paid for it. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, seventy. Like, yeah. um, it's on sale for fifty right now as part of that sale. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought, for some reason, on. I thought it was sixty, or like the digital version was like the deluxe version was seventy. But yeah, uh, and you know, Ratchet and Clank as well uh, was seventy, and that sold over a million. So it's still a decent number for being out a little bit less than two months. Yeah, uh, you know. I, I mean, we were talking about it earlier off the air, but like, I, that seems a little low to me for Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I mean, it's a basically like one in ten people bought it on yeah. PS Five, and like Returnal, you could break that down like one in twenty people have bought it because you know that's 
you know, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's an uh, it's a more unknown game. I mean, it's also a roguelike. It's not. Yeah, you know, it's not an easy game to get into. Um, but like for for me, like Ratchet and Clank was like I would say it was one of the premier games or like one of the. You know, you saw that the trailer and it's right. like, wow, like this is amazing. And it's like, wow, like not a ton of people have bought this, <laughs> you know. I I do think that that seven dollar price point is a little bit of a sticking point. Sure, um, and also you know, like I, I imagine for that game specifically, like that game's only gonna gonna go down in price. I mean, and I do think that the whole I think people are I, mean, I don't know how many how much uh, you know your common gamer is uh, you know your common casual gamers really looking at that stuff, but I I do think there are people. Um, that are paying that pay attention more to the whole, you know, how long it takes to beat a game, how many hours, you know, uh, is there stuff for me to do afterwards? Yeah. Um, you know, so that can all come into effect of, like you said, waiting for that sale price. Now that means much more than it used to, uh, you know, when it goes down to 50, if it goes down to 45, is that when he will pull the trigger now? Uh, or uh, do they, they wait more for me? I mean, I sold my copy last week, right? Um, beat it but i'll i'll rebuy it when, it when the game goes on to free like the last game did i wouldn't be surprised if within a year it does uh no i mean i would probably take at least two years because like that ratchet and clank the ps4 one took like three or three years to get to free but yeah i mean yeah again you're right about that but it's like i think i think there's a lot of factors but i do think that that price point does scare people a little bit. I do think it makes a difference. And, you know, people were going to say, oh, well, we shouldn't get all upset about it's $70 and blah, blah, blah. Like, that matters to some people. And especially when we're in a pandemic and and all that stuff. Look, it's, we just, we're seeing it. It's not over. We're higher cases than we've ever had. Right now, going on in all these states, especially in my state here, where they don't give two shits, um, you know. They, but at least that guy's been consistent uh, throughout this entire thing. He's he's been consistent about. I'm just gonna I'll, put everybody at risk. Um, I'll always be wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, uh, that's your fault if uh, you're deciding to to keep yourself at risk uh, as well. So that's the difference between when it was first starting, where it was not uh, preventable. That was something we all had to be uh, worried about. Now it's, hey, I mean, I know there, I don't want to get into that, so I'm, we're not going there. But um, yeah, it's, look, um, this is this is all interesting for Sony's end. Um, just to talk about Microsoft for a little second, they, the only interesting thing was we'd already known about the whole, this is the fastest selling uh, Xboxes, which really isn't a big comparison because they've released more uh, Series S's and X's in more countries than they have of the other consoles, period. Um, so, you know, that makes a big difference when you have a lot more sell-through in other countries. And, you know, some of these countries that weren't big Microsoft, or uh, not Microsoft, the Xbox fans, like Japan, were seeing a uh, higher you know, purchase rate of these Xbox uh, series consoles now. So, like, I think that makes a difference, you know, and and whether it's the power of Game Pass, whether it's, you know, 
the Series S being around and, and being cheaper, being as cheap as a Switch, you know, so that's important too. And and I think the most important part was that from March to what are we now in July, August. the amount of people they didn't they didn't uh, say anything about an increase to uh, Game Pass subscribers, but they did say going from I think it's thirty percent to fifty percent the people that are on Game Pass buy more games, so a twenty percent rise in people that have Game Pass buy games compared to people that don't have game pass buying games on xbox consoles so again further falsifying that whole aura around the fact that oh people don't buy games when you have game pass and it seems like they well, certainly do how many people are going to buy halo if they have it on game pass they may still buy it because you get a discount, and if they release other things for it, like you know the battle passes and and all that, it can help in buying the DLC, the the things that like the Doom stuff, right? Like Doom's gotten DLC, you get that free on well, not free, you're, the subscription on Game Pass, and then you know like it's uh, it's one of these things where as you. Uh, See my dog in the background. One of the dogs. I don't know if you got to see the one of the dogs there um, that we just had. We, we just got them last week. Uh, my dog is over here on the side. She's probably going to wake up now. She's the other one. So sorry if you're going to hear barking in a little bit. But anyway, uh, my point is I think you will see at least for – I think that helps with DLC. I think that helps with – um, when you have a sequel, per se, that, you know... Did, did, did yeah. you see the Sean Layden comment? Yeah, I did see the Sean Layden comment. The whole, does it will it be sustainable, all that stuff. Um, I, if I, this is Microsoft, right? Even if it's... Which they have said it's profitable to a point. It's not as profitable, I think, as they want it to uh, be. And... You know, that goes on with time. But the fact that it's already raised, risen in subscriptions and everything, I think that's well, a positive. I but, don't. I mean, people like to own, like, let me ask you this. Would you rather buy Microsoft Office for 100 bucks or pay it 15 bucks a month forever? No, I mean, Microsoft's different, though. Uh, the Microsoft Office is, I bought that when I bought my old computer. Because uh, I felt like I had to have it at the time. Or like they're uh, they're right. talking they're talking about making Windows a three sixty five subscription thing. Yeah, I don't think that that's that's where I draw the line. I mean, obviously they they also made it free, uh, Windows ten sort of basically free, which they didn't have to do. They could have made everybody buy that if they wanted to or buy the upgrade. Or, or whatever, you know. Well, they so, had to make it free because no one liked Windows 8. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, they, they definitely could have. And, and also, like, the news about Windows 11 isn't great either at the moment. <laughs> yeah, people are getting hacked versions of that and everything else. No, I meant, like, the but, stupid security thing on it, like, that most computers can't run it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I They'll eventually, I think, wind up taking that out. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, 
Yeah, I, I definitely think they'll end up taking that out uh, for sure yeah, at some maybe. point, or I don't know what they're going to do to get Mosco Petersville to run that. But, um, yeah, that's uh, certainly uh, something to think about when we get to that point. Uh, I think uh, let's let's move on from from that for a second. I should mention that we're on the business front. Grant that thought of somehow – I guess it's not surprising that Grand Theft Auto Online continues to be updated. It continues to be, you know, improved upon, and they they added that big like DLC pack not too long ago um, as well. That I think certainly helps people want to keep buying. It. And then of course, you know, stay. It'll be on a sale. It'll be there for you to buy at a less expensive rate um, for it to still be selling and. What is it now? 150 um, million units. Um, I mean, that'll go up even more when they release the PS5 and Xbox. Yeah. You know, those those versions. And yeah, like for the PS5 and Xbox uh, series versions are going to make that like sell again uh, crazy numbers. Um, It's insane. It's insane that that game. That is technically from the PS3, three, you know, PS3, 360 era is still selling. Um, it's just this nuts to me. Um, but, uh, I mean, it also makes it the best-selling game of the decade in the U.S. Both the unit dollar sales and data, uh, which is, is also nuts, uh, yeah. considering. So, and uh, just, just to since it has to do sort of with sales as well, or, or just, you know, not being able to buy it anymore. Forza Motorsport 7 is going to be pulled from digital storefronts um, starting on September 15th. A cool thing Microsoft, I've seen Microsoft doing, uh, one of the writers in the last word on gaming group said that he got sent a free code, actually, after he spent a lot of time playing Forza Motorsport 7. They sent him a code so he could have the game because it will actually no longer be available on Game Pass either. Um, well, I mean, that's what they're just doing. It's like a token, I think they said. Uh, yeah, it's like a token. Yeah, but it lets you basically you, you have a game. Yeah. Uh, so, like, that's that's cool that they're doing that to people, knowing that uh, Forza will go to the point where it's not not going to be sold. Um, I'm guessing that has to do with some licensing issues, or yeah, cars. They always do that. They always pull the yeah. game, like you know, more, you can't buy like Horizon Three anymore. I don't think. Yeah, I'm Horizon sure. Three went through the same thing. Yeah. I'm sure Horizon Four will hit that probably like next year. <laughs> yeah, uh, that will be disappointing when it does. I'm sure they'll have they'll definitely uh, at least try to get Forza Horizon Five out there before uh, that happens. So. Oh yeah, well, Horizon Five is hitting this year, right? Yeah, should be. It's yeah. supposed to be hitting this year. Uh, as long as that doesn't get, from from all types of purposes, looks like that game is is fine and should be hitting it. It doesn't look like it's going to be suffering delays, but you just never know. Now you just never yeah. know. Honestly, uh, what's going to get delayed and uh, what's not. Um, so, you know, the the thing that I wanted to. I guess get at before we get to a couple of um, uh, bigger things. Oculus Quest, also uh, Oculus Quest Two is uh, Facebook is like uh, freezing sales of it uh, due to causing skin irritation. 
um, due to the uh, that that foam facial uh, foam facial interface that comes with the headset. Um, good call by Facebook. I, I don't have an Oculus Quest, so I don't know. Yeah, well, it's weird that like they just can't like replace it, or you know, if you have this problem, write in and we'll send you another one. But yeah, you know, because those things, you know, you're, you're, it's not like welded into place or anything. You can't take it off and clean it or do whatever. So right. Well, I mean, they 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 also know because Facebook, who has one, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, they do. Uh, especially because it has that Facebook like login thing. That's a, that's what I meant. Like you, yeah. you can only you know, you can't. There's no like Oculus account anymore. I don't think, or at least they're Facebook yeah. Right. Every they made everybody have to log in with Facebook. Uh, so, and and then people complained, and they still did it. Like it's like, well, this is what we're doing. I uh, yeah. either get on the boat or not. As, uh, I mean, it's good. It's good that they're doing that. Um, they probably don't want to have to do like some kind of exchange program or send everybody a free thing or whatever. Much more complicated. Uh, yeah, just, but also, I mean, the two. My counter would be. I I wonder how many of those things have been sold. Like I would say maybe probably a million, but also it's Facebook. You know, they have the money here. <laughs> I mean, that's true, too. They had the money, but do you want to waste it on that? And if it's a that's, problem, yeah, I guess I have to. <laughs> that's... Until, um, you know, until the uh, old, uh, you know, lawsuit comes into play where, the, you know, <laughs> class action lawsuit and everyone sues them anyway, so... Yeah. Uh if that's uh, true on that front. Uh, something I usually always talk about at the beginning, I, I forgot to mention it, it should mention it, click. Uh, some decent games, actually, uh, this month. Uh, Darksiders 3, Ukulele, two very good, um, good to very good games uh, coming for, for, for the Xbox, um, like, one, one side of things. Yeah. And then Lost Planet 3, which is not good. And Guru Mark of the Wolves, which is fine, are the Xbox 360 availables. Um, remember that the 360 ones are, you always own them. The Xbox One stuff is like PS Plus, as long as you have the subscription, you own it. Yeah. Um, some good stuff there. I mean, Dark Side of 3 now getting to be able for free. I think it's. It's good. I mean, at some point now, they've had all three of those Darksiders games available um, on the games for the gold. So uh, there's that. And Ukulele is definitely a really good 3D platformer that everybody should uh, go check out. So I will recommend those for sure. Um, like I said, Groove Mark the Wolves is fine. Uh, Lost Planet 3, you could probably just, one of those things you claim, but I don't know if you want to go actually check that out or not. But up to you on, on uh, that front how much you want to, to spend your time uh, with that game. And uh, the play, the, the, uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remaster, not seven, the Final Fantasy Remasters, the Pixel Remasters, the one that are on PC and mobile, that uh, Randy and I maligned when they announced them, and I will still malign them, but, um, I mean, Square has said apparently that they they are trying to get everyone into buying one or both versions so that you know, you'll get your console versions 
right? You'll get your console versions if you do that. But lo and behold, everyone, review bombing again comes up because people are upset on Metacritic about the fact that, look, I'm mad about it too. I want the Switch versions. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at myself if I wound up buying these damn Pixel Remasters on PC just to support, just to, you know, do as Square says, hey, the demand is there. They know the demand is there. They're just doing this. Um, it's called gouging the customer. It, it is. It's called gouging the customer. But, but also, like, the mentality, like, I think you can, I, don't, I think you have to buy a game on Steam to review it. Yes. You cannot so, just review the game. You know, they people, verify the buyer. Yeah. People going like, "Oh, you know, we don't like what you're doing, but here's our money anyway." Uh, good, good rational thinking right there. Well, on Steam, on Steam, it actually has a good score. It doesn't have bad reviews. It's on Metacritic where they don't. You don't okay. have to have bought the game. It's these are yeah. user scores. I should note the critics. So, oh yeah, are they, fine. They're, just, they're ignoring that nonsense. Yeah. Uh, the Metacritic, this is why the Metacritic user scores don't mean jack, because a lot of them, it's very easy to review bomb. And so, like, I think Final Fantasy 1 has, like, a 0. 0.8. Final Fantasy 2 has a 0. 0.7, which, to be fair, Final Fantasy 2 is not a very good game. And the Final Fantasy 3, um, which I think is the NES version, it's not the the, three, the DS uh, remaster one, which the DS remaster one is also available on PC. Um, you can, that has, like, a 1.9. Uh, so, yeah, not not good. But again, you shouldn't be review bombing things just because you're mad. It's like get a life. I just don't think that Square would be naive enough to not think that people want these things at least on the Switch. That's the the system that these games were born on, like. You're really not going to put them on there? Like, I just don't think that they would just completely be oblivious to the fact that people want them on there when they have to look at the numbers of what Final Fantasy 7, 9, 10, 12, uh, 8, re 8 Remaster, and all that have done on the system and go, oh, yeah, people really don't want these games here. <laughs> you know, like, I think it's more about, like, again, they were already on PC and mobile much easier for them to except for one and two they had to put those on uh from scratch but like i technically i guess three as well it's, it starts when when you get to four is when it starts like they already had those but uh one two three getting to be on pc you know and then like make the whole collection there i think is a it's a good thing it just i'm disappointed i went on my switch whatever uh, but don't be surprised if I tell you one of these weeks that I went and bought these Pixel Remasters. Um, to be fair, uh, from seeing people on Twitter that have played them outside of the subtitles or the text that they decided to use, uh, the font, um, a lot of that, a lot of the actual remastering is actually really good. Um, so, you know, there's that going for it as well, that there are some positives from that, that it actually does the job that it tells you that they're going to do. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And if, lastly, before we get to the, like the last two, like uh, big topics here, the play date, the play date uh, went on, on sale and did well, which, Hey, you know, that's, 
I love that. I love the fact that there's positivity and people really want, wanted this uh, play date. And they, they, you know, th there was a lot of, oh, well, I, you know, I want this, but I don't know. And, you know, what are you going to do with this black and white uh, screen thing and, and whatever? Unlike, say, the uh, uh, Intellivision Amico, which is not yeah. doing well. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, at least the play date, right? Like, it's something kind of original. Like, there and there's developers that you kind of know, like Lucas Pope and some others that are, are actually going to, yeah. like, be developing their own games for this. I mean... Well, I, I, so, uh, Yen's pre-ordered one because he's yeah. interested in it. Well, I mean, you know, Yen's will pre-order a lot of things. I, for me, I just don't do mobile gaming, so the thing serves no practical purpose for me. I'm sort of interested, but I just, like, I don't want to buy something and just have it and never use it. You know, like, that's this is not, like, $200 is $200, man. That's, that's $200 you can put to something else. Um, like the Amico, so, or not the Amico, but like if you, you know, I could buy a Switch Lite with that, you know, um, and I could give this the Switch to Anaya so she can play more Animal Crossing that you know I bought for her and then she never really plays because I have to have the Switch with me. Um, so like that's the thing is, I really like the fact that like this thing exists, I like that people that somebody actually took the time uh, to make something like kind of neat and unique with this and and that people are interested now will the games be something that like oh my god a game of the year people are talking about yeah. them i don't know no that's I the case assure you but, of that but no but i'm sure they'll be like good time waster games or, yeah you know. and there's nothing wrong with that either or at least we'll get yeah. a really cool fishing game on it <laughs> like, yeah I mean, but I, I'm ex I'm happy that there is uh, excitement for uh, the play date. Yeah. So you know that's that's a good thing too. But when, one of the things that oh go ahead sorry. I was gonna say once the analog pocket comes out though, you'll yeah. all see. <laughs> that will be uh, the really major uh, big thing there for that. Um, so one of the things that I watched uh, after work that was surprising. I mean. Maybe not so surprising because Anna Perner has been having a really good track record of making game, making, uh, you know, publishing and sometimes developing their own uh, games. And most of them, for the by and large, are really good. So, you know, again, it's not like out of this world that they would be able to really show that uh, well here. Um, but what stood out to me is now they have a really good lineup of games coming and also it's a really good showcase just in everything they showed i was sort of interested in and then even the ones that didn't have actual games to show uh they were still interesting in what they you know talked about or making the jokes or um whatever it also made me realize that damn there's a lot of annapurna games that i played and i really like uh so I don't know. Did you watch this whole thing, or uh, I just watched I, the trailers? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, the ones that had games. Uh, you know, Solar Ash. I mean, it's one of the games I'm really, you know, excited about. So we got to see that. It has a release date now. 
Um, so that's uh, I mean, positive. That and the cat game seem like the best ones. Yeah, Stray, uh, which another game that delayed till 2022. Um, so the, the one, the two, I actually didn't like that much. I didn't like that first one, uh, the Artful Escape. I did. Oh, Artful Escape looked great. I love that. I love the fact that it's a, like a music game. Um, I mean, yeah. No, it's not. It's a platformer. With... Well, it's a platformer with music stuff. I like that. I like the like music aesthetic and all that stuff. I mean, he, you're just a guy with you know running around with the guitar. Like, yeah. if I wanted well, that, I, I would rather play like a six string samurai game. You know, <laughs> like. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. And that a uh, memoir blue looked like barely a game. <laughs> well, that's they also known for things like that. You know, like your narrative games. Yeah. And so, I still think, I mean, I don't dislike it, but I still think that neon white game, that first person thing, uh, looks too crazy or looks very hard. It's going to, it looks like it's going to be very hard to control your character. Let's say that. Yeah. It's a first person, like speed running thing. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, another thing about our full escape that I like too is that the, it's the, um, the, the the cast the voice cast so it's gonna be that was good yeah I think it's funny that Lena Headey does voice work on occasion like <laughs> you know for like weird shit yeah I, it's, this, this ahead, is before she was like a big star she right. actually did voice work for the first Risen game that pirate you know RPG right oh she wow was like, she was like one of the main characters for that thing <laughs> well see she, she didn't return for the second one once you became like a known character or known actor, though. Oh yeah, of course, because it costs more money now. You know, you yeah. gotta you gotta pay her, gotta pay her the big bucks at that point. So, uh, you know, not everybody's gonna do that. Uh, it, I really, I just really liked this. I thought it was really well done. Um, like neon white, I just have to like, I have to play and see if it just looks like it's faster and crazier than it really is. I mean, it's like they, they do really tell that they try, they're trying to uh, get you to, you know, beat the the level faster and faster as you can unlock stuff and that there's like story parts to it and everything else. Um, so, you know, like. That that one doesn't look bad. It just looks yeah. like it's going to be very, I, to me at least, it looks very, I don't think I would like it or it's too twitchy. Yeah, it may not be for everyone, certainly. Um, like I love the and, stuff on the app. Oh, think about skateboarding. It, apparently, like, yeah, yeah. And no, definitely, uh, Stray looked great. Um, Stray looked like that's the game you wanted it to be, right? You're the cat. There's a robot buddy, and you're doing some some stuff, and you solve puzzles with the cat. I mean. So. This is an old 360 game. Ever ever play a game called El Shade, uh Ascension of the Metatron? Man, that game I know the name of the game. I've seen the game. I never played it myself. But it, didn't it, that also like not really like got pulled, didn't release for a while, and then they brought it back? Or... I don't know about that. Maybe maybe. But like if you watch, if you look up like a trailer of that game, it looks a lot like that uh neon white game. Just like from a third yeah. person perspective, or you know, it's very heaven focused or heaven based, you know. 
that storytellers game look interesting as well. Like how you're gonna that, build your own story. That reminded me of uh, I mean not the same gameplay, but it reminded me of, like Puppeteer. Yeah, that's the, at least the like look. Yeah, stuff, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I I really like the uh, Ivy Road stuff. That was really well done. Um, and they had the the guy that does the music for Minecraft uh, in there as well to to talk about it. Um, the only one that I kind of was like, I don't know, is Skin Deep. I thought yeah. I thought the trailer itself looked fine, but that song was horrible. Yeah, not good. Uh, not it's great like, this there. does not fit with the, this fits with like Deathloop, not this game. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, they were trying to kind of. I felt like they were trying to go for like a weird, like well, vibe to it, or were trying to be funny. They're going for like a snarky, you know. Yeah, vibe. like defibrillated. Oh man, you know, like. And that almost never goes over well. Yeah. <laughs> Some of that stuff. Uh, yeah, not, not great, but. Yeah, I I think like, and then also like having the surprise of the fact that there's an expansion for Outer Wilds um, at the end there. I think like kind of was a nice like capper as well. Um, I was one of the ones that, you know, that, yeah. of the group that enjoyed Outer Wilds. So. Okay, I was going to say, did you play it? Because I didn't, I don't think. Yes, I really enjoyed Outer Wilds. Okay. It was one of my favorite games of last year or in 2019. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, Above all, and uh, Perna just I thought they did a great job and they showcased some games that I'm I'm really excited about now. So I mean we'll see. better than EA. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, it doesn't take much to be better than EA, I think, at that point. But I mean at least the Dead Space remake exists and that's that's good too. So, yeah, I don't know if you saw but the, well, I guess the Assassin's Creed Valhalla guy is working on that thing. Yeah. Uh, I did. Uh, I did see that. So I expect plenty of uh, axe wielding in that game. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of axe wielding. That's that's what we need to. Uh, go cut, off, cut off, cut off limbs even quicker. <laughs> <laughs> so I to to finish this out um, for me, as the uh, the dogs went from being asleep to being completely awake now and distracting me. Um, like what, uh, what's I think interesting here is we both talked about, you know, PS5, uh, the Xbox series X or S or, um, whatever, like both of us, you know, both of us have PS5. I have a Xbox. Like, how do you feel about your system? I guess all these, these months later. I still feel pretty positive about it. Uh, like, I guess I'm playing more PS4 games, or, you know, my PS4 is kind of slowly dying. So it helps not to, uh, to you know, have to use that. Yeah, much. you know, strain it any more than what it was. Uh, I mean, there's some great PS5 games. I, I like Ratchet and Clank, even though the story was, like, bad. Uh, right. Like visually, it was good. Or the one game I'm kind of curious to try is actually Dark Souls, even though or uh, Demon Souls rather, 
even though yeah. I 100% know I won't like it. But just kind of from like a visual perspective, you know, or gr graphical. Uh, and I would, I don't know, I wish the PS5 had like more digital games, or like, you know, smaller scale games like that, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's like something we, that we uh, talked about where or it really, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, it came to a head a few, like, a, well, about a week ago, because me and Yens were, we finished It Takes Two, and <laughs> we, were, we were trying to find, like, another co-op game to play. Uh, and most of them were, well, I should say, not most, all of them were PS4 games. Uh, and we played most of them, you know? <laughs> like, there's no yeah. PS5 co-op game for us to play. Like the, we found some lists, and it was like, oh, the number one uh, PS5 call game to play. It takes two, and it's like, well, we just finished that, <laughs> or you know, another one was like a way out, and it's like, well, okay, yeah, uh, you'd have to have the, I mean, the the Xbox, I guess, will get the uh, bought back for blood and all that stuff. So yeah, I mean, the Xbox does have more co-op games i would say like you know gears of yeah. war or halo uh than traditional sony games but it would still be nice to have some yeah i mean there's still a major scarcity for the system i even though people are still buying it because it's selling and i do see like constantly uh more and more of the the folks that i follow on twitter that couldn't find one they wind up finding one and then they get to post their excited picture. I actually have a friend uh, who just uh, uh, he he bought a second one. For, he was gonna scalp it, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, let's not promote that. I now. mean, if it's one, I guess that's fine. But I, I mean, the people who buy like five hundred—that's the issue. Yeah, no, definitely. I just, I just wish we didn't uh, didn't be but doing that. Again, so. I've still yet to see even. So, like, the used uh, game stores around me, I have seen, at least on their websites, I've seen a few Xbox Series Xs, a few, uh, a lot more Series Ss. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And Series one, Xs. I've seen one, uh, oh, what is it? Uh, di oh, PS5. Digital PS5. Oh, the PS5, okay. And that was it. Like, I've yet to see, like, a used, you know, PS5 with a disk drive. Yeah, uh, like for me, that I love what I really enjoy about the PS5 is just um, I actually I sort of like the look of it. Um, I love the controller. Uh, you know, the the controller is um, well worth that investment. Like you saw it with Astro, uh, we see yeah. it. So I mean, some of the haptic feedback on. Uh, some of the stuff is not great. Well, um, like uh, Call of Duty had bad one, had a bad one, but Ratchet and Clank yeah. and Spider-Man are pretty good. Yeah, I like. Or Eternal is actually really good too. Uh, the like kind of like quality of life features, like the share stuff, is so much better than uh, Xbox. Xbox it takes forever to freaking. Um, Xbox takes way too long. For it for the sheer stuff to get to your actual console like PlayStation, it's almost like instant, and then I can share it to my friends or 
or whatever. I mean, the 3D audio stuff is really uh, great as well. And they just have to put the patch in so you can experience the 3D audio without having to have uh, head uh, the headset, which I just I just don't like having headphones on when I play games. Um, it's simple to do. I know Randy is uh, big on that. I'm just not uh, big on that at all. So, you know, it is what it is. But, um, you know, like... As far as a, a concert, I'm still not, I'm still I get used to sometimes the whole, I have to hit the button once to actually get to the thing where I put the game in rest mode, and then you hit it twice to go to the home screen, uh, yeah. whatever, like that, that could still um, be fixed a bit. Uh, you know, like, some of the controversy came in this week about the, um, the SSD drive. And the whole having to unscrew it and and putting that in that they didn't really have a proprietary drive, but you have to have these like compatible ones or whatever. And I uh, was Seagate and like West Western um, Digital. Western Digital announced theirs two seventy five two fifty for one terabyte, uh, which is really not that bad considering you're talking about an SSD here. Uh, but it is like still what is it? Um, Still fifty dollars or seventy five dollars more than Xboxes, and also you're having to put it into the system as well, and it's not just stick it in and take it out whenever you want. Like, what do you think about the whole like expanding drive? You know, expanding your memory. And I, I mean, I would rather have the Sony system than the the Xbox one. That's for damn sure. Why? Uh, well, I don't like proprietary memory cards for one. Right, but they're going to go down in price, and it doesn't mean that there can't be any third parties. They didn't say, oh, no, there's no third. We're not going to allow any third parties at all. I mean, well, what third parties are there? We don't know that yet. They're, they're, I mean, they're, Western Digital and Seagate announced their PS5 drive. Why can't they? I mean, it's, it basically makes it seem like no one's interested in making that drive for the Xbox. I will see. I think, I think we're going to see it more whenever Xbox finally. Um, and also, why didn't Xbox have the regular, like, the regular uh, standard? I mean, regular standard. Well, like I, the Sony has an M.2 drive. You can, I mean, yes, only a few specific models are compatible, but that number will only increase as the years go on. Yeah, but I mean, like your like Microsoft's intention and, was eventually to make also, different. Uh, well, okay. Let's say, let's say, you buy the M.2, the one terabyte M.2 drive for the PS5 now, and then three years later, you get like a four, like a four terabyte one. Yeah. Guess what? You got a one terabyte M.2 drive. You can stick in a computer, or do something with. <laughs> yeah. It's not like right. the Xbox card where you just throw it in a drawer and let it rot forever. <laughs> okay. I mean, fair enough. You're right about that. You can't stick it in anything else. It just goes also, in the like, Xbox, but. You know, compared to uh, hell, even though every Sony console from the P- from the PS2 on up has had very easy uh, like upgradeability. Yeah, like the fact that you have to take off the cover, which isn't like screwed on or anything, no. uh, and really like pop out one screw. It's like oh boohoo! If you can't do that, I mean, it was actually more. Void your console worthy in the previous systems. 
like stuff. You, I like it actually was like something you you more. Hello. Hello. Okay, sorry. My uh, my my cord uh, came out for a second. Okay. Uh, so that's that's what happened there. I mean, even if you had to avoid the warranty, it's still popping out one screw or popping off like the cover, and that's it. Like it's you know, think about trying to upgrade the uh, hard drive in an Xbox Series X or yeah. the Xbox One. You couldn't. No, no, you couldn't. Uh. You just had to. I mean, 360 was the last one that had the like modifiable uh, hard drive, like, and that, that was, was a pain like, in the ass. That was way yeah. more like breaking a warranty. Or oh no, that thing was out. annoying as hell. Like constantly having to, to change that out or whatever. Um, I mean, I guess the difference is like each console also has like decent enough USB like hard drive support or external drive support. Yeah. Uh, and I think people are like hung up on like, oh, you have to keep transferring games between the PS5 drives. It's like, you know, how many games do you own, or you know, have, you need to have installed? I think what I will say is, I think it just depends on where you live. Um, I think, um, like for me, I actually don't even use either one of my external drives. Oh my god, that thing's gonna fall on those dogs! Holy crap! This is one of those times I can't. We can't stop the show here. Uh, okay. so here, um, just you pause. talk about something because I'm really scared that we're gonna like I'm gonna have like a problem. All right, give me a second. Yeah. Uh, I mean, each console, like the PS2, had you only had the 40 gigabyte drive for like Final Fantasy 11, but. And you couldn't do much with it. I think you might have been able to save on it. That's about it. Like, create some, like, faux virtual memory card. But PS3, you could easily upgrade it to a certain point. Uh, PS4, you could do the same thing. PS5, you can do the same thing. Like, the Xbox is not like that. Uh, even this new one is not like that. Because they, as much as people bitched about the the Vita having like proprietary memory, this Xbox has the same thing. It doesn't matter if it's like, oh, if it, someone eventually will make another card. I think, well, they're not doing it now. It's a Seagate. So. Yeah, no, definitely. See, here's the doggos. That's my sister's dog, the brown one there. And her name's Nyla, and that's my dog. Daisy, they're Labrador Great Danes. Y'all yeah. go stop trying to kill yourselves there. <laughs> they're too for a few more minutes. Uh, yeah, uh, they're two months old, so uh, they are still exploring and learning where things are uh, in yeah. the house. But no, uh, like that whole memory, I just find it so dumb. Like. Guys, whether people want to unscrew the system or whether they want to go – like, for me, I, I'd rather have the pop in the car thing, but I, I exchange uh, the SSD drive – the, not the, the hard drive on both my PS3 and PS4 uh, with not a lot of problems. Uh, this one is even easier, so I don't really 
uh, see what the big deal is. And I think they're going to make uh, the next version of the PS5 is going to have it where you don't have to do the screw thing uh, at all. So no, you, you want know. no, you want it to screw it in because that's what holds the drive in place. Well, I know, but I think they said they were going to do. Oh no, it's not the not the SS3. The the stand is not going to have to be screwed in. Okay, it's going to be like it just. I mean, I don't like that. I don't like that stand. So. Yeah, I mean, I have it standing up, and I don't plan on messing with it again. So. I, I mean, I have mine horizontal, <laughs> and it's terrible for that. <laughs> Yeah, I the minute I saw that I was like horizontal just looks weird. I'm just gonna keep it I'm just gonna have it uh have it be, you know vertical. <laughs> vertical and that's it. Um you know, like I really, really uh love my Xbox Series X. I will say that. Um I I love the fact that it's I I don't need my UI to be this spectacular looking thing. Uh, I mean, that's one thing I don't like about the PS5 is, like, the lack of themes. Yeah, like, you know, the themes are what they are. Like, I really do wish – I do miss the themes that were on the PS4. I I hope that at some point they bring those back. Uh, Xbox has kind of had some of those. I have the old – I have the Xbox – original Xbox One on my Xbox right now. It's basically like the desktop wallpaper or animated wallpaper. (laughs) Yeah, and they have one for Game Pass now as well. Um, So that's it. They're kind of adding – things uh slowly uh, you know like for uh what i like about it i mean i don't really even use the quick resume that much but when i have used it it's kind of cool um what i i just love the um and and sony has this too with the cloud saves or whatever but i love the fact that you can go through and of course this is like a, a great thing with game pass which is you know i can i can be playing chris tales on my pc and it pulls my save immediately. I don't have to think about it uh, from my console, and bam, it's right there. Uh, one thing I will say: I, I I hope at some point Microsoft will put the remote play back on the PC. Uh, they have it on your phone and mobile, but they don't have it on PC. I really hope they do. Uh, the Sony has it on both mobile and and PC. Uh, would be nice to just be able to not have to play through the browser when you have a PC. Um, yeah. That can that can run that game. Just let them play to the remote because I can't play Death's Door on my PC. I have to pull out the tablet or I have to play on my mobile when I'm not at at uh, yeah my house here. Um, so that kind of sucks. They they really should you know put the remote play back on the PC. Hopefully that's something that they'll they'll do once they kind of get the cloud stuff all figured out. Yeah, uh, what they want to do with that, but. I think they each have their thing. I mean, obviously, you know, Sony has the the better exclusive games and all all the stuff you want to talk about. But uh, I think that there's definitely like advantages to either one. But I've really, really like just loved having my my Series X and having it look good on my 4K TV. Um, just and well, enjoying Game Pass with it. And I, I'm uh, looking at a uh, used one of the used stores by me. Mm-hmm. Their, their Facebook pages and like two days ago they got an Xbox Series X in uh, yeah. for trade in right. box. It was used, but it's still like in the box. And they mm-hmm. it was the, it was priced at five hundred dollars. Right. And someone on Facebook, the comment was like, "Is this thing new or used? Because there's no way I'm paying retail for a used Xbox." And it's like five. You know, you can't buy a new one for eight for less than eight hundred dollars. <laughs> like. 
Yeah, unless you happen to find it in the store, which some people have. Yeah, that thing like sold instantly. I went, I went to that store today, and it was already gone. So right, yeah. <laughs> and what is it like? It's uh, what was it like a two month old system? Uh, how long ago had they bought it? Was it a launch no, one or? No, no, oh, I, it doesn't say. When, when? No, they bought it two days ago. Yeah, like it's a two day old freaking console. What are you talking about? Unless they just trashed it or whatever like what are you what are you worried about at that point no no oh, no i sorry i meant the store bought it two days ago like in box. oh okay like, no, store from, bought it. from from a person or whatever but yeah, yeah. like yeah of course it's gonna sell like i'm sure the person who bought it probably is gonna resell for six or seven hundred dollars you know like, yeah definitely because they don't have to really i mean they do kind of have to say that they it's it's second hand or whatever but that's still not gonna make too much difference for people people are just gonna you know, yeah. So people people are gonna do what they they want with that, but like you know, I think for me, um, I have used my Xbox more because of Game Pass, uh, but I have played quite a few of the PS5, none of the big ones, uh, like Mark has, but like. Once you get I, Final Fantasy VII Integrate. Well, yeah, I have I have the Final Fantasy VII Integrate. I just haven't played a lot of that. Um, I mean, but like what I have, the Scarlet Nexus looks great on it. Um, so like, you know, it's just I've enjoyed that piece of. I love holding that controller. I love like Astro's Playroom. That was great too. Miles Morales was great on it too. Um, you know, Xbox doesn't have a game that like, oh my god, that's Xbox's game or whatever. But like. Every, you know, when I play games on it, I'm I'm enjoying it. I love that controller, by the way. Like, I also love the new Series S controller with the grips and everything. I almost kind of want uh, one of those new ones that is out there, um, either that yellow one or some of the other ones they come out with recently. Um, like some of those Space Jam's ones. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. good, like yeah. Jam one. <laughs> yeah, definitely like that. Uh, or, or just want to create one. Like, I thought about making a... A video games to the maximum, like the purple and black or, or whatever. Like, uh, I've thought about that too. Do I want to do that? You know, so like, even the fact that that is available, that course, that's not, that's beyond the cost. You can buy one of those controllers, not have the console at all. But like, yeah, I, I definitely think that, you know, earlier, and you could still make the case, did you really have to buy a PS5 or Xbox Series X um, in this year? Plus that it's been around like this, like less than a year that it's been around, probably not. And now that Horizon's been delayed, and um, you know, if Halo's campaign gets delayed and it's only the free, even that's on Xbox One. Like, yeah, probably for the most part, other than Returnal and Ratchet and Clank, could have skipped this year, and you're fine still. I'm, I might say Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man too. Yeah. Uh, or Demon Souls, depending on if you care about that game. Yeah, Demon Souls as well. Yeah, forget about that. Uh, um, yeah, like I mean, most of the games in my PS5 that I've that I've played in the past eight months have probably been PS4 games. I'd say probably like I agree there too. Seven, yeah. I'd probably say it's like seventy thirty. Yeah, I played a lot of old uh, games from the Xbox One. You know. PS4 era on there still because there's not enough of uh, these or, new games. You know? or, I'm, or I'm playing games that like... Or they're uh, cross-gen. Or... Well, I was going to say like the last 
Forgotten City or The Last City, whatever it's called, or like Guilty Gear Strive, where, yeah, I get both copies or both editions. Right, exactly. Like, Chicory was this the same, isn't like yeah. the biggest jump up visually, especially, right. in, especially in that city game. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, th there's a lot of that as well, right? Where like you're doing the cross gen stuff, and uh, that's kind of like, well, what are we getting out of the, yeah. all this here? Um, so, you know, there's that, uh, like, yeah, I, I think for the most part, if you have one, I think it's, it's that's what, well worth having. Yeah. That's why I think it was actually good of EA to say that that like dead space remake is only going to be on next gen or, you know, current gen mm -hmm. consoles. Cause I think that's also hurt a little is games coming out still for PS4. I mean, for PS4 and PS4. I mean, but look at the scarcity of the system. I mean, like, well, that's, it's that's the, I mean, yeah, that's the kind yeah. of, but like, there's a game that, uh, oh, me and Yen's have been interested in called Grand Blue Fantasy Reblame? Yeah, the, Reblame, yeah, the or, reverse. What, yeah, like, whatever the hell platinum game that they were, they were working on. Right, that. Uh, yeah. Like, that game is, like, at the earliest, it seems like 2022. And it's like, right. oh, it's still gonna be in PS4. And it's like, what? Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's because they always started making on PS4, and they're like, yeah, want to, you know, sacrifice that, that audience game, or whatever. I mean, that game also should have been out like you know two years ago. So I agree there. But uh, no, uh, we definitely. I mean, look, the again. You have a system, I'm sure that you love it or whatever, but I think there's pluses and minuses to both. Uh, I've really enjoyed both the systems. Uh, Mark only has to be a shot to go off of, but I mean, it's they're both really well uh, made systems. You don't hear them, which is a plus too. Like, you know, the PS4 um, will sound like a freaking jet. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, no, reason, like, well, one of the bigger reasons I got the PS5 is like, yeah, this PS4 is not long for the world, so yeah. Uh, that's huge. My, my PS4 is even overheating occasionally. Oh, so, that's not good. Like with the uh, Last of Us Part Two, like I played it like one hot day, and like my PS4 shut off, and I turned it back on. I was like, "Nope, wait a while." Yep, <laughs> yep. wait a while, folks. Uh so going into the ending, of this thing, the upcoming games here. Um, like I said, the first part of August is kind of light, and then we're getting into like the middle, and uh, we, it's it's sort of actually kind of light until you get to the end, um, where you get like that last last like week or like the middle third week, um, where we have some of the bigger releases, and then you know it's a lot of smaller stuff um, as we've kind of been going on through this year. But Grime, which is uh, one of those uh, indie games that got some love at E3, uh, come is already out. It's out on PC and uh, Stadia. Uh, the Dungeon Defenders Awakened is out on uh, Switch. The Falconeer now comes to PS4 and PS5 after uh, the exclusive uh, launch for Xbox. That's a pretty decent game to uh, go play um, Dodgeball Academia, which is one of the 
one of the games that I was excited about coming out of E3 for the indie side. Uh, it's so, it's kind of like almost like a Pokemon with like beats dodgeball and something else. And I love the art style. It looks really good. Um, there's a roguelike shooter called Jupiter Hell that's getting a lot of publicity uh, that comes out in a couple of days. I don't know if you've seen that, uh, Mark. Nope. Uh, maybe one to check out for you. Um, that City of Gangsters simulation game. Uh, I Am Dead and Button City. All little indie games there. Um, and Black Book also, which had a demo from uh, Summer Games Fest. And there's that Dreamscaper game, which is in the roguelike that uh, I have to go find out if they're going to give us a code or not. Um, and yeah, I mean, Button City is a cute little game. Uh, definitely people should go check that out. Um, and I Am Dead is another one of those Annapurna joints. Uh, so if you like those Annapurna games that like we talked about with the, the showcase, um, this is uh, one of the games to go look at. Um, it's just like a puzzler uh, with some like quirky characters and this weird like town that you're in. So yeah, like it's kind of light. For a little bit till you get to like Psychonauts and 12 minutes and all that down towards the end of August, but some some decent stuff, maybe some surprising stuff there um, that'll come out. I'm excited for that uh, Humankind, that Civ knockoff. Oh, yeah, that. Uh, so when does that come out? At the end? 17th. 17th, okay. Right after the 17th. Uh, so, well, until uh, next week, everyone. We uh, will be seeing you later. I hope everybody enjoyed the uh, the show, whether you watched on uh, YouTube or whether you uh, listened on the, the various places that we're on, on pod- in podcast world uh, around the globe there. Uh, we're pretty much everywhere at this point. So, you know, wherever it is that you like your podcasts, you can uh, check us out there. And, yeah, go check out the WTNet.com. Go, um, yeah, uh, go check out our friends at the Outer Haven. And, well, we'll see you uh, folks later. And have a good one. Enjoy your games. Later.